0: Enthusiasts. How are you doing today? If you're new here, welcome. I'm your host Shayna, and welcome to my podcast, The Blushing Hanger, where each week I'll sit down and discuss everything Poshmark and reselling. I'll share my experiences being a reseller as well as my best tips and top seller secrets for how to run a successful Poshmark closet or to be a reseller in general. So if you're interested in reselling, thrifting and all things Poshmark, I hope you'll consider following my podcast. So you don't miss out on any of my upcoming episodes. And don't forget to follow me and the podcast on Instagram at TheBlushingHanger underscore. Thank you so much for listening. Now, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Okay, on today's episode, we're going to talk about pricing. So how to price your items right on Poshmark. All right, so you have a great item to sell and you already have perfect pictures lined up and you've written a killer description but now what should the price be for this item? So if you're a new seller on Poshmark it is important to figure out how to price your item right on Poshmark while still making a good deal for your buyers and of course making a profit on the items that you're selling. Uh, So this episode will cover the basics on how to price your items right so that they'll sell quickly while still making a good amount of profit for you. So hope you'll stick around and I hope you find this episode helpful. Let's start number one, it's going to be to do your research, to check the going rate or the market value of each item you're trying to sell. So let's say you're selling popular brands like Lululemon, Revolve, Farm Rio, Free People, and so on. It should always be your first step to check your items retail price. So what it originally sold for especially for items that can still be bought online or in stores. Also, you'll need to consider the style, size and condition of the item you're selling. So if you're selling a gently used item, you should definitely be pricing the item under its retail price. Just, uh, you know, and with that said, do you always know the original retail price? not always but for retail items or pieces that are still new with the tags attached that is obviously super easy and you'll have your answer right there on the tags but for used items the original retail price might be a little bit trickier to figure out if you don't have the receipt anymore or you didn't buy it outright from a store you thrifted it um, try to find the brand's website And you might not be able to find the actual like exact item that you have but if you can find a similar piece then you can reference their prices and make a good guess um, for the item that you do have so that's something always to look into Um, so in order to come up with competitive pricing you should be checking out similar items listed on all the resale platforms like ebay mercari and of course poshmark so to be sure to check out the existing listings right in Poshmark first. This is what I always do first. I always go to Poshmark first and I look at both the available and the sold listings of the item I'm trying to sell um, in all sizes as well to get an idea of what the competition looks like and what it's been sold for and what the price range is currently selling for um, and just in general, what other people have that same item listed for. Um, So by default, the search page in Poshmark shows you only available listings and it filters out anything that has already sold. So to change that filter, you're going to click on the uh, availability drop down. And for popular brands, it's usually easier to filter specifically by either available or sold because there'll be a ton of listings. Um, But if the prices are kind of all over the place, uh, then I generally list uh, at 50% of the retail price for a new with tag items and around 40% of the retail price for a used item. It's just kind of something I, I go by. Um, next, you're gonna to wanna to check Google. So your Poshmark listings show up in the Google product search. So if someone searches a particular brand, your relevant listings will show up alongside listings on other resell platforms like eBay and Mercari and so on. Um, and seeing what the same item is selling for outside of Poshmark can also help you decide on what you want to price it at and figure out also how high the demand is and if it's like an oversaturated item or a rare hard-to-find item you might be the only person with that item and then you're definitely want to price it a little bit higher just because of that so always something to look for um, on Google just search it there Um, and then just kind of a little seller tip that lower prices are not always better so it's not always your best bet to price your items super low just from my own experience um, when I'm scrolling through Poshmark looking for stuff when I see stuff priced super low I don't know why but I just kind of assume that it's something's wrong with the item it's just kind of how my brain works so sometimes I just like pass up those listings and so I make sure that i keep that in the back of my head when i'm pricing my own things um it's just something that that um, i do but when i first started selling on poshmark i you know was guilty of putting my prices super low just because i was selling my own stuff and i really didn't know how poshmark worked and i wanted to sell stuff quickly and move it out um and my listings really didn't get a ton of attention because i didn't have a lot of followers but as my followers grew and i was sharing my listings as much as i could still i wasn't getting a ton of sales um, but i know i wasn't doing a ton of other things as well it wasn't just the prices but then i you know started listening to youtubers and other poshmark sellers and saw that they were making sales when they raised their prices so when i tried that out then it, it changed my closet and it changed my sales so of course potential buyers want deals but they also want the reassurance that what you're selling is in good condition and if you're consistently pricing things based on the condition then listings priced a bit higher will reflect that they're in good shape it kind of goes along the same lines as you know not listing it too too low because like I said some people might be like me and in the back of their mind they're thinking why does this person have this new with tags, free people dress listed for $12 when everybody else has it listed for, you know, $65. It's just something makes you think that there must be something wrong with it or it's too good to be true, so. All right, so the next thing you're gonna want to do is obviously factor in the item's condition. So when it comes to reselling online, your item's actual condition is like the main factor, the main point. So when you're pricing your items, it's a must to always base your prices on the actual condition of your item. So stains, damage, signs of wear and tear can obviously reduce the price of your item and it should be reflected in your price. As a reseller, it's your responsibility to make sure you disclose any flaws or damages about the item you're selling and you should definitely be disclosing that in the listing in the description box as well as taking photos up close of any damage so that your potential buyers are completely fully aware of that item's condition before before they decide to purchase it for you so with that said if you're uncomfortable in lowering the price of an item you're selling then you probably shouldn't sell it like after all we want to make money for every item we're selling but stating the actual condition of the item in the listing can help you prevent unwanted returns or unnecessary problems in the future you just have to remember that any undisclosed flaws or hidden damage that you don't let them know about is going to be a really good and easy reason for a buyer to try to return the item to you and most likely with Poshmark and their support with returns, that's going to get approved, and you're going to have to take that item back. So, to avoid the hassle of a case being opened against you for a return, it's crucial to make sure you're disclosing any damages or flaws on your items and also pricing them accordingly. Okay, next is going to be understanding Poshmark's fees and commission, right? So, in almost all online marketplaces and reselling platforms, the seller has to pay a certain fee or commission in order to sell their items on that site. So a seller, a reseller like you and I need to take these fees into account when pricing your items um, or your inventory. So I'm gonna lay out some Poshmark selling fees that every reseller needs and should know. And you should always be factoring these into every item that you're um, listing. So. Just in case you don't know, um, obviously Poshmark has a $2.95 commission flat fee for all sales, all items that sell under $15. So if you sell an item priced under $15, Poshmark takes a flat rate commission of $2.95, basically $3, meaning if you're selling an item priced at $14, Poshmark's going to take that $2.95 for themselves. And the remaining $11.05 is your earnings from that item. So it's important to ensure that you will still earn a profit after Poshmark's fee has been deducted. Otherwise, you may not want to sell that item since it might result in a loss. So just always keep that in the back of your head. Everything under $15, Poshmark takes $2.95 off of the earnings. And then the other side, for all sales over $15, Poshmark takes a 20% commission fee. It's kind of steep, but Poshmark selling fees are pretty straightforward. So you can easily decide the right prices for your items. So for sold items over $15, Poshmark takes the 20% and you get the remaining 80%. So the commission fee is deducted from your total earnings once the delivery to the buyer has been completed. And if you ever think, you know, gosh, that's so steep, the 20% commission, Poshmark is charging us sellers more than they should. You just have to remember that those, that 20% commission fee and that $2.95, those are being used to cover the cost of the free prepaid shipping labels we get from Poshmark Poshmark that they provide, the credit card processing that they do for us, the customer support. The posh protection and also the sales tax that they handle for us too so they do a lot of stuff for us i know it sucks losing 20 percent of your earnings but you got to think about how how much poshmark does for you on the back side so so always keep that in mind the next one you want to be sure to factor in shipping and packaging so of course shipping on poshmark is super easy convenient cost effective poshmark just charges a flat rate of Seven dollars and ninety-seven cents currently for expedited shipping uh, with USPS Priority Mail, and that's when it's like a full-price shipping. Um, so when you're pricing your items on Poshmark, it's important to factor in the shipping and the packaging. So free pack or free shipping and cute packaging are a great way to like, you know, entice your your customers or potential buyers, but you have to make sure you're including those factors in determining your postmark listings price. So if a potential customer has liked multiple items in your closet, you know, why not offer them a bundle discount, put all their likes into a bundle and offer them, you know, 5.95 shipping or 4.99 shipping or possibly free shipping if it's enough of a profit. Um, And then they might buy more from your closet. but offering discounting or free shipping is one thing that I personally feel like is is like an almost no brainer. Every time I send that out, it's like it's so much more of a chance that the person is going to buy something when there's discounted shipping because I know I hate paying almost eight dollars for Poshmark shipping. So if I wanna buy something and I get an offer with four ninety nine shipping or free shipping, I'm way more likely to purchase that item. So A great way to be sure you're factoring in the shipping to your pricing is to add the free or discounting shipping fee that you may offer in the future to the final listing price of your item. So if you're going to sell something for $40, but you you know probably 90% chance that you're going to offer $4.99 shipping, I would just list that item at $45 instead of $40 just to factor in that shipping that you're going to be doing for them most likely. And um, another thing to factor in is packaging your items and what you ship your items with. I always encourage resellers to take advantage of the free shipping supplies and free boxes at the post office. If you don't know about that, it's just usps.com. All the shipping supplies are free. They can be mailed directly to your house for free. I would definitely take advantage of that. um, But I know it can be super fun to buy really cute poly mailer bags and include a handwritten note and tissue paper, cute ribbon, all that stuff. And if you want to do that for your customers, there's nothing wrong with that. Just make sure you're adding the costs of those extra packaging supplies to your listing prices so you don't end up losing money when you make a sale. I know it's not a lot of money to buy Um, bags and ribbon and tissue paper but it does add up and it does take from your your earnings eventually so just always keep that in the back of your head and like I said I like to take advantage of the free USPS shipping supplies and also I reuse all my Amazon boxes and like the poly mailer bags that they ship my stuff in I save those and use those occasionally so anywhere you can save a few cents it's it's worth it Okay, so the next one is going to be to price your items a little bit higher than you than you think you should. So as a reseller, you obviously want to get rid of and sell the items you're selling quickly. So you want to make sure you price it accordingly, but you also want to make sure you leave room for offers, right? So majority of buyers are going to take advantage of the offer button. Even though your listing price is probably a good deal as is, buyers still tend to feel better when they get a little bit of an even better extra discount. So you want to price your items so that you would be willing to accept a slightly lower offer. So like most of my sales lately have been made through um, accepting offers or sending out offers to likers or dropping prices. Um, So that's That's just how you wanna do it. And when an offer is too low that someone sends you like a low ball offer, don't be afraid to counter and always counter, don't decline. I I just, I can't like stress this enough, like never decline an offer, just keep countering back. I mean, unless you really don't care about the sale, I I would just counter. Um, I hate to decline, I rarely decline, unless someone is like trying to offer me $3, like multiple times, then I might decline. But if it's a somewhat reasonable offer, I'm going to counter to my lowest and hopefully that'll work for them. Because um, more often than not, when I do counter, the buyer will simply decline instead of countering back and I might lose that sale, but I also don't want to lose money on the item that I'm selling. So if I can't go that low because I'm going to lose money, then you know I'm going to give them my best offer. And if you know that's not working for them, then, uh, then they're going to decline and it is what it is. But eventually someone will buy that item for a price that it works for me or I'm not going to lose money. Um, And so in order to make quick sales while still earning a profit, you really just you have to price your items right. So first off, you should always price your items that you want to sell at least five to 30% higher than the price you intend to sell them and really get for them. So like if If you have a new with tag free people dress that retails for like $128, but you got it, let's say $10 at the thrift store and you want to make $40 on it, right? So let's work at least $40 on it. So let's list it at $85 and hope some people like it and you can send them off offers to likers to where you're going to make at least the $40 you want to make and and that's how it goes because if you price it lower than 85 you price it at 60 someone might send you a 30 dollar offer because there's less space in between those two numbers if that makes sense so you just want to give yourself wiggle room for reducing the price for the awesome posh features like offer to likers and closet clear out days so in case you guys don't know what those are i'll quickly quickly go over them offers to likers in Poshmark um, allows sellers to send out private discounts to any poshers who like the listing from that seller's closet. Um, and the seller needs to reduce the current listing price by at least 10%. And then the shipping discount will be deducted from the seller's earnings. Um, and then closet clear out days are going to be, sorry. Uh, Poshmark is going to let you go ahead and reduce your price by at least 10 percent for everybody that likes your listings or well, they i'm sorry let me back that up closet clear out days is when you lower your items price by at least 10 percent, and when you do that it'll prompt Poshmark to send out a little notice that the item is dropped by at least 10 percent and they're going to offer that potential buyer 499 shipping on them on Poshmark. So Poshmark will pay the discounted shipping, not you. And that'll be active for 6 hours and hopefully a lot of the times that works pretty well and people end up buying um in in that case. So when shipping discounts are offered like through offers to likers or closet clearouts, it's a win-win for both you and the buyer. So I just, I always recommend making sure you use those tools. So um, you just want to remember that not all buyers are interested in haggling. Sometimes they like an item and totally forget about it. So these two features are good tools to like nudge and remind them that they at some point liked the item and show them that they're getting a good deal and with discounted shipping. So you might end up getting a sale like a month or two later because they forgot about it, but you randomly sent out an offer to Liker and then they bought it. Okay, so last but definitely not least is to never take a loss on an item through pricing. So you should never sell an item at a price that you're not comfortable with. If you're not gonna make a profit, then don't price it to where you won't. So every seller's goal to sell their items as soon as possible It doesn't mean you have to sell at a price that's going to result in a loss. So when you're selling online, there's lots of factors to consider. And one trick in selling items fast is by constantly sharing it like three times a day at least, delisting and relisting stale items, or going back through your photos and improving or updating, especially your cover photo just to snaz it up a little bit. So that's just always something to keep in mind. Just um, relist stale inventory, improve the cover photo, and just share, share, share. So that is my episode on pricing. Um, You just have to remember also that that selling online has its pros and cons, but it's essential to wait for the potential sale and make the profit you want. It might take longer than you want, but eventually it'll come so that you don't have to take a loss on an item, right? So thank you for listening, and I hope you found this episode helpful, and I will talk with you guys next time. Bye!